This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. Without my beautiful wife, Remy, going solo again this week. It's great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country. And if you're listening to the podcast, greatly appreciate it. So we're going to do something different this week. I want to play for you a clip from C.J. Stroud, the Houston Texans quarterback, what he said post-game a couple weeks ago, and also a couple clips from an interview I did with C.J. on the day of the draft. C.J.'s been on the show before we sat down at the Super Bowl. I think we had that entire conversation on one of our episodes earlier this year. So instead of having a full interview, I quite frankly, did not have an opportunity to sit down with CJ in the past few days. It's been a busy and hectic week, but he said something a couple weeks ago so profound, and then what he said to me on draft day, I never played on Faith on the Field. So I want to play those for you, and then I want to get into it. But before we even go any further, uh, I had an uh, incredible opportunity this past week. I just wanted to share with you because uh, you could probably tell by my the sound of my voice, um, a little congested, feeling the cold and all those symptoms. It's not COVID or anything like that. We do get colds. We still get the flu. We still get all that stuff. Anyway, I had a, a wonderful opportunity to speak at Jersey Mike's Leadership Experience uh, right outside, uh, uh, right here in Tampa, uh, not too far from where I live. And they brought me in as a speaker this week. And uh, I'll tell you this. I was not feeling good for a couple days. Uh, I was sitting there and wondering, like, am I going to be sniffling, coughing, sneezing? Uh, do, do I tell him I can't make it? Like, what's going on here? And I, I, I need, I need to find a way to feel better. And Remy's awesome with all the the homemade remedies and everything she puts together. And I, I started. She she made me something I call motor oil because it tastes disgusting. But it's black seed oil. It's uh, turmeric. It's ginger, cayenne, uh, black pepper, all this stuff. And I suddenly felt alive. Like uh, I had been feeling terrible for a few days and I suddenly felt alive. So so I had that opportunity uh, to go and really talk to all the, the managers who came in. And I'll tell you this, because the enemy works really hard to prevent you from doing something when he knows it's going to impact some people. And I had no idea going in what I was about to say. I prayed on it, and God gave me a word, and I had no idea that what I was going to say was going to impact as many people as it did in that room. And to see some folks in tears and to see some people who came up to me afterwards and thanking me and telling me how they relate to it and basically the the whole conversation, the topic centered on Take care of your mental health, and for me, how asking God for prayer and in one-on-one conversations that I have with the Lord, how that helped me in my experiences. And and some people in there really needed to hear that, and, and it was so great to see that impact because we oftentimes, when we're feeling this way, we don't know if anyone else can relate. We don't know if where to turn, who to talk to, what to do, so... I just wanted to to thank Keith Hurtling for bringing me out there from Jersey Mike's, and they a wonderful, incredible company and an organization, and, and top to bottom, the way they they do everything, the way they run things. So that was really neat. So I want to get into what C.J. Stroud said because this was post game 
two weeks ago after a loss. So I want you to hear about that as he talks about his experience after that game. And then last week, they knock off the Jacksonville Jaguars. Big upset. He has a tremendous game. He's the offensive rookie of the month in the NFL. And CJ was drafted number two overall by the Houston Texans. So this is what he said after a loss two weeks ago. Pressure's a privilege. Like a lot of people don't get to live the life I do. It's hard. No, they're wrong. It's hard. But uh, it's a privilege, man. I'm blessed enough to wake up every day and to walk, to talk, to smell, to to enact with people, to play football. Like These are all things we take for granted from day-to-day basis. But um, I try to do my best to thank God through all that because his grace and his mercy and his and he laid his, his life on the, on the cross for us, man. Like, I really believe that, you know what I mean? So um, this is bigger than this ball. And if I have to use football for my purpose to to spread the, the gospel and, and, and the life of Jesus Christ, then I'll do that. And I think that's what God wants. Um, but at the same time, I want to win too. So I'm going to keep – that's why. <laughs> so I, that's why I keep fighting, man. I'm going to keep fighting my tail off, man. All right, so now you, you heard that where he talks about pressure being a privilege. So hold on to that. Now I want to play a little clip from a conversation with CJ on the day of the draft when he didn't know where he was going to be taken. There had been some thought initially that CJ was going to be number one overall by Carolina. And then some things started filtering about the the tests and cognitives and all that stuff. And you hear all this stuff come out before the draft and whatever it is. But I want you to hear a couple clips of a conversation that day when he still didn't know that he was going to go number two to the Houston Texans and how he handled it. When I talked to you last time, I knew your faith was so important to you that it would prepare you for any kind of adversity, any kinds of ups and downs. I didn't realize you were going to have to go through some of the things that you've gone through recently, like some of the people putting negative stuff out there and and things like that. How do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, you you kind of answered for me, just my faith. Um, if, if, if God is the, is the ultimate judge, then why would I worry about somebody else's job uh, critiquing me? I mean, that's what they do to critics. So, uh, for me, I mean, I can only just be myself. And if, if I've done it, if I've done it, or if I haven't done it, man, it's, it's the same thing for me. It's just being myself, uh, thick and thin. So, um, I'm not really worried about it. Um, if, if they weren't saying anything, it'd probably be a problem because then I wouldn't be cool. So, <laughs> uh, I'm actually, I'm actually super um, grateful for some of the things. So, when you decide to pick up the cause go through a little more so um i'm not mad about it i'm actually um uh i mean they they criticize christ so i mean i'm i'm a lot literal than christ so i'm I'm nothing really to hide or to be ashamed of well said man well sometimes cj that criticism comes from teams who are trying to they really want you so they put it out there so somebody else doesn't get you so you never really know what to believe and, and all that stuff that's out there do you get a sense right now after talking to i mean you've been through talked to the teams did all the interviews the visits everything else any idea like where you you think you may you may go? I have no idea. Like especially after all this stuff coming out, like it's not and one it's already not in my control, but like that just made it kind of uh, less of an idea for me. So um, I, I have no idea, man. I'm really willing to do anything, though, man. Whatever, wherever I do go, man, it's already written a long time ago by Christ. So I'm just walking in, in what He has in my life. So um, if that's first, second, third, twentieth. 105th, like whatever that is, whatever it looks like, and I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to have an opportunity to pick. So um, that's kind of been my mindset is, um, man, wherever I do go, I'm going to take full advantage of the opportunity. I think that's more important, just opportunity. So there's CJ. You hear him talking about pressure being a privilege and then using his platform in the first clip, using his platform to spread the gospel of Christ. Really love that about him. I, I really got that 
from the uh, that sense that that's so important to CJ from the first time we sat down at the Super Bowl. And, and again, that first clip was from a post-game news conference. I'm not sure who asked that question, but it was after a loss two weeks ago. And then the second part and the third question were clips from our conversation on draft day. And, and he's talking about how he doesn't care about the negativity, the noise, the criticism, what people are saying about him. And, and they hated Christ and I'm much literaler than him. It kind of reminds me of he must increase uh, John 3.30. He must increase, I must decrease. And also how at that point when he didn't know where he was going to be selected, it didn't matter to him. He's like, it's already been written. It's already been said by Christ. And CJ had a lot to deal with growing up and dad not being around and being in jail and all that stuff. But I want to go back to pressure being a privilege because pressure creates stress in our lives. All of us at some point, no matter what it is we do for a living, we encounter, we deal with, we feel pressure, we feel stress. And for me, stress is something that I try and combat by exercising, by eating healthy, by going out in the sun, by taking walks, doing whatever type of cardio, by playing with my kids, by hanging out with my wife. Like that's how I deal with any kind of stress and pressure. But before I even do anything active, I pray. It's, it's got to be about prayer. And I love what Jesus said in Luke twelve twenty five. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? We can't add any minutes to our lives by any of the worry that we do. My mom's the, the world's number one worrier. And I've tried to impress this upon her as it's become something that as she gets older and I can see how it can negatively affect your health, how nothing can change by worry. Things can change through prayer. Things can change through taking action. But to be concerned, to be worried, to feel stress, to feel the pressure, to let that overtake you, to let that dominate you, to let that wear you down, to let that hurt you, to let that make you crumble, that will not help you. It will not help any of us. And that's why Jesus, as he was talking to the disciples, in that moment, says, who can add a single hour to their life by worry? Imagine taking all of the time we spend, and I'm not saying you're cuddled up in a fetal position, hiding, afraid of the world, worry, but any kind of worry. But imagine if you take that time and invest it in a little bit of prayer. Lord, help me deal with this situation. Lord, help me deal with the stress I'm feeling. Help me deal with the pressure that I'm facing at work, at home, wherever it may be. And then also taking action to do something about it. I was concerned for a while about various things after my dad passed and seeing the reaction from my kids to losing their grandfather. And I started thinking, like, God forbid something happens to me. How will they deal with it? And I was just overly concerned about that and worried about that and losing sleep thinking about that. And then at that time, I'm, I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling pressure. I'm not eating right. I'm, the things are spiraling out of control. I'm like, take action. Go to the gym. 
eat clean, eat healthy, get my get the checkups that you need, go to the doctor, do what you got to do, get the blood work, get all that stuff done, and be proactive about it. And then feel more comfortable, more secure about it. Don't let fear dominate and control your life. Matthew 6.34, Jesus again, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That is so absolutely dead on. Sometimes we're, we're thinking three, and I do this all the time, thinking three, four, five, six, seven, eight days ahead. There's a task at hand. Deal with the task at hand. Get through the 24 hours. That's what I love about football and all sports. They always, they always say, uh, we're taking it one day at a time. One practice at a time. Get 1% better each day. And it's a cliche. And we hate to hear it as reporters. It's not filling the notebooks. It's not going to make it into the, the columns. And it's, it's not great sound bites for radio or any of that stuff. And you hardly ever want to use it. But it's so true. You can't look ahead to another opponent two weeks down the road. You got to beat the team in front of you. And sometimes teams do get caught with... An opponent that, let, let's just look at C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, for example. They go in facing Jacksonville, an overwhelming underdog. Jacksonville's got two straight games coming up, and they're the defending AFC South champions. And they've got two straight games coming up overseas in London. Perhaps the Jaguars thought we got a, a weak opponent coming in, and let's thinking about the travel ahead, what the next two weeks are going to look like for them. No team has ever played two consecutive games, international games, or even two in the same season. So when when you see Jacksonville absolutely get, they weren't even in that game against Houston. They stayed in it for a while. They were competitive for a little bit, but every time they, they got closer, the Texans pulled away. And yes, the Texans led by C.J. Stroud and and head coach D'Amico Ryans did a great job in that game. But they they pulled away and they beat them handily. Maybe the Jaguars were looking too far down the road, thinking about London, thinking about what's coming up next. And if we're too concerned about next week, or as Jesus says here, if you're worrying about tomorrow, it will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We might not be taking care of the task at hand right there in front of us. Another verse, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. This one is one of my favorites. Absolutely, incredibly one of my favorites. And and I'll share a little bit of what I said to the group, the crowd at Jersey Mike's at their leadership experience the other day. So as I was going through a little bit of some feelings of, of, of guilt and some bitterness and sadness and after losing my dad and, and abandonment, not being there, I wasn't there after moving to Florida for my family and I didn't feel like I was there enough and I, I had moved and I didn't get to see him enough in his final few weeks and months and all of that stuff. As I was having those feelings and as they were leading to different emotions and how it was impacting my life and I dove into work because this all happened last year, right around the time I became 
the AP's senior NFL writer, and I got all this responsibility and all this newness is going on. So it was easy to dive into work and just not even deal with what I was feeling. Put it on the side. I'll get to it. I'm not going to let that impact me. Hide, hide your feelings. Don't tell anybody. And, and just dive into work. And sometimes a lot of us will do that. We'll dive into work. We'll be anxious. We'll be, we'll be going through some hard, hard times and troubles. And we'll just really put everything into, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to busy is good. Yeah, busy is good to an extent. Because if you don't address anything you're going through, it's just going to continue to grow and grow and fester and be there and linger. So for me, the season ended, and I couldn't wait for the season to end. I couldn't wait for the Super Bowl to end. But then suddenly I found myself, yeah, football's a, a 12-month job, and it's 24-7, 365. But as you're waiting for the combine, as you're getting ready for the draft and all free agency and all that stuff, there's a little bit more downtime. And as I had a little bit of downtime after the grind, that incredible grind of a six-month season, I realized I hadn't tackled it head on, those feelings, those emotions, what I was dealing with, where it led me to. And I had to address it because it was impacting my whole life. It was impacting me physically. And for me, my mental and physical health go hand in hand, absolutely hand in hand. If I'm not keeping up physically, I feel terrible about it. If I'm not getting in the gym, if I'm not like this week, I'm a, I feel terrible about it because I haven't felt fun, I haven't felt good enough to to go in there and work out and do anything because I'm dealing with this head cold and all that nonsense that I can't wait for it to go away and all that stuff. And if it's going to linger another couple of days, I'm just going to get in the gym anyway. But it it annoys me. But I'm still eating clean, making sure I'm not going to lose my way. So I finally I had to address that. I I had to get in there and, and take care of myself, take care of the work. And then all of those other feelings, I had to take care of that too. But the first thing I did was I prayed about it. I prayed about it. I asked God for help. And it was crazy because I'm often, I do this show week in and week out. Uh, I'm speaking at various conferences or whatever it may be. And I'm encouraging others. And I'm trying to inspire others. And I'm trying to give people hope and peace and joy in Jesus. And then when it comes to my, and I'm praying all day, and I'm praying for my family and friends and loved ones and all that stuff. But when it came to me and myself taking care of some things that I was going through, I said, I'll put it on the side. I'll deal with it. I'll suck it up. I'll man up. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. And I didn't. And I didn't. And it just continued to grow and to fester until I finally said, hey, Lord, help me with this. Help me with this. And it, it was like a light bulb just went on, click. It was like God was like, I was waiting for you, son. Like, at what point were you going to come to me with for help? At what point were you going to ask me for help? You finally did. I got you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. See, if we're anxious and we live in fear and we have all this concern and worry in our minds, and we don't know what to do, who to turn to, how our situation is going to change, how our life is going to get better, how we're going to pay that bill, how we're going to change our fortunes, how we're going to, whatever it may be. 
how we're going to deal with a, a relationship, how we're going to deal with a stressful work environment, how whatever it is, God is saying in everything, by prayer and thanksgiving, present that request to him. Well, actually, in Philippians, it's Paul. Think about that. Think about that the next time you're dealing with anything that's bothering you, whatever it may be, small, big. And here's, here's another thought. Like, I, I thought whatever I'm going through is just so minuscule. People deal with this stuff all the time and worse. And I'm not going to blow it out of proportion. I'm not going to go talk to anybody. I don't need to really check in and share my feelings with, I didn't talk to Remy about it. I didn't want my kids to see me down. I hid my feelings from everybody and I pretended and then I cry alone. I, it was it was weird. It was different. But no one should feel that way. No one should feel that way. And our problems or anything that we're going through, none of it, none of it is too small for God. None of it doesn't concern him. He wants to know. He wants to help. He wants to step in. He wants to be there. He wants to give us all of the desires of our heart as long as they align with him. He wants to help us. He wants to be with us. Present your requests to the Lord. Go back to what C.J. Stroud said Pressure is a privilege. He's got the incredible maturity at his young age to view pressure as a privilege. Imagine that. Pressure to him is a privilege to be able to to go out there and compete as one of the elite athletes in the world, to be able to, to do the things that he does. Maybe if we viewed pressure as a privilege, pressure as an opportunity, We have that job. We're grateful for it. Could change a little bit of our perspective. If we reach out in prayer, instead of being anxious and concerned and fearful and fill our lives with worrying, if we reach out to the Lord, grateful, thankful, and ask for help, he'll be there. If you don't ask, you won't receive in life. What's going crazy in this week of sports is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and I didn't want to bring that absurdity into Faith on the Field show. However, Travis himself said, I just put the ball in her court. I threw it out there. Hey, you you rocked Arrowhead Stadium. Why don't you come see me rock Arrowhead Stadium in a different way and see who can get it more lit? And if he never asked and would have never happened, she would have never shown up at a football game. And the world as we know it came to a crashing end with all of Swift, the Swifties or Swift mania or whatever you want to call it. It's insane. It's crazy. Uh, I don't get it. But he asked. And if we ask, we shall, hopefully, if we're asking God for something that he wants for us, and he always wants good for us, and our intentions are pure, it's going to help. And again, what Jesus said, Luke 12, 25, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? So even though we don't have a, a full-blown conversation today with CJ, I just wanted you to hear a little bit of what he said, and I wanted to reflect on it a little bit and have these conversations. Consider pressure a privilege, an opportunity for you to thrive in. 
Ask God for help. Do not be hesitant, no matter how big or how small. He's there. He's waiting. All right, up next, we'll wrap it up. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Staying warm is important for every skier and snowboarder. It's so hot here in Florida right now. I can't wait to ski or snowboard. The secret to warmth is found in what you wear, and the key is layering. On Buckman's.com, you will find a great selection of long underwear, fleece, pullovers, vests, insulated jackets, pants, bibs, and much more. Buckman's also has hundreds of gloves, mittens, hats, neck-ups, and socks to choose from. When it comes to being outside and staying warm this fall and winter, Buckman's.com has what you need. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz and Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. You can find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen to the show anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Sometimes we cut them short for radio. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field. And please be sure to tell a few friends or as many as you'd like about Faith on the Field. If you would like to be a sponsor for the show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonthefieldshow.com. We've got so many exciting things happening right now, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. We have various packages that we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise, but you want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonthefieldshow.com. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. You can find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen to the show anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Sometimes we cut them short. For radio, be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field. And please be sure to tell a few friends or as many as you'd like about Faith on the Field. If you would like to be a sponsor for the show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonthefieldshow.com. We've got so many exciting things happening right now, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. We have various packages that we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise, 
but you want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. All right, that's it for this week. We did it a little bit different. Thank you to CJ Stroud for using his platform to promote Jesus. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. If you ski or snowboard, man, I'm getting the itch and the urge to do that right now because it's 90 degrees outside here. But if you ski or snowboard, you need to go check out the new skis.com site that was just built this summer and is now family owned and operated. The new owners have over 50 years experience in the retail skis and snowboard business. Skis.com is fully stocked for this fall and winter season with everything that anyone could ever want or need to have fun outside while on the mountain check out the new skis.com when you get a chance i don't think you will be disappointed at all with their selection